0: And my mission is to help ethical entrepreneurs and holistic healers to find their voice through spiritual coaching and podcasting. I'm honored to bring you the stories of those who create change through healing, kindness, innovation, purpose, and spirit, understanding that to create collective change, we need to be the change. It all begins with us. Timmy Oros, spiritual business mentor, is on a mission to arm professionals within the spiritual industry with essential business and marketing knowledge. She mentors coaches, healers, and energy workers and teaches them authentic marketing methods and soulful strategies to grow their spiritual businesses. A CEO at the age of 30, burnt out at 32. She quit her CEO job and spent a few months living in a jungle in Sri Lanka to find a more authentic business path. She started Connect One Marketing in January 2020 to help impact-driven entrepreneurs make a bigger impact by scaling their purposeful businesses. It's no surprise that Timmy and I aligned with such similar roles that we perform in the world, and we could have talked to each other all day. Something tells me this won't be the last time we get together behind a microphone. Welcome, Timmy, to the Ethical Evolution.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and let's see where this uh, conversation will go.
0: Mm. Now, uh, you're joining us from uh, Spain at the moment and... uh, you're not the first person to join us from Spain, so that's uh, that's exciting. Um, and if anyone tries to pick your accent like I did, we're not going to try, but um, I, I, I really love it. Um, but for those people who don't know who you are, can you tell us who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Timmy, and I'm so excited to be here. Uh, what I do, I'm a spiritual business mentor. So I work with people who are either going through their spiritual journeys, and they are trying to move that and turn it into a business. That's usually my gem in a, in a way. But I traveled around quite a bit. I'm originally from Hungary, so that's a little bit of accent still <laughs> coming through, <laughs> showing my showing my origins. But I I moved over to the UK when I was only 18. I spent about 10 years there. From there, I I was missing the sunshine, so I ended up moving over to a, a really cool little island in the Mediterranean. It's called Malta. I spent a few years there. Then I quit my job as a CEO and I ended up traveling for a bit. I ended up living in Sri Lanka in an actual jungle, which was quite cool. So maybe mm-hmm. we can speak about that as well a bit later on. And now I'm uh, I'm in Spain. I also lived in, in Barcelona. So throughout these years, I was picking up a bit of the local accent. So right now I'm not quite sure what this is, but <laughs> it's just part of who I am now. So Love hopefully it. you can all understand me.
0: <laughs> Absolutely love it and and look you know there's so many questions I've got for you I'm I'm not quite sure where to start um (laughs) but um I'm gonna go back to the the burnout story um you know uh you're a CEO Mm. working really hard giving it all you got burnt out at the age of 30 32, something like that. I came as
1: CEO at 32, I think that was when I said, okay, this is it.
0: And um, yeah, you just went, no, nah, can't do this anymore. Tell us what happened.
1: So basically, I this was one of my goals to become a, a CEO or to lead a company and lead a team. So when I first worked with a coach that was back in 2015, and this was one of the goals that I came up with, but back then it didn't seem realistic at all. I was in a sort of mid management position and then a year later I somehow manifested it and I ended up being promoted to a CEO of a, of a new company and I loved the whole process and because I really loved what I was doing I didn't realize just how many hours I was I was also putting into my work and that's usually one of those little downsides that no one really tells you go find your passion and mm. do these amazing things but that's the bit of the downside of it that you need to be super cautious about how many hours you actually work. Because when you love what you work, it really doesn't feel like working. So Mm. initially, I really loved what I was doing, building the team, motivating them, just creating something out of nothing. And I was running a hotel over there and it felt really great until one day something changed in me and I realized that the work that i'm doing is not creating that much of a positive impact that i actually could use all of this time that i'm i'm spending at work so i i ended up having this internal frustration in me knowing that i'm i'm highly interested in spiritual development and personal development and i love everything around those concepts but at the same time i also love being ambitious in business so I had these two sides of me in constant battle internally because I felt that I wasn't truly living my full potential in a a sense that am I making a big enough impact am I making any kind of a positive difference around me am I using my time properly in in a sense that am I helping society or humanity so this little frustration ended up growing and growing and growing until one day I just I just had that something something sort of broke in me mm. and I felt that I completely lost my authenticity in business because I was so focused on the the business side of things I wasn't allowing myself to to bring my real self into my work activities I wasn't able to for example speak about energy and and chakras mm. and all this kind <laughs> of stuff at work so if, in a way it felt that I was a different persona when I went to work Versus when I would actually have conversations with my friends or just, you know, paying attention to my thoughts. So I felt this big frustration internally. And then one day I just said, OK, I need to I need to stop. I need to do something. I don't know what that is. I just felt that I'm exhausted, not just physically, but emotionally on a soul level. I was so exhausted for for chasing something. I didn't even know what it was. So I, the next morning, I just I just went and I spoke to the group CEO and I told him that I'm sorry, I'm going to have to quit. I love everything. It's still great, but something is missing. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. I just know that I'm losing myself in a way. So he understood. Uh, he was actually initially my coach a few years back. So it was good that I had to have that conversation with him. So then I just wrapped things up quickly and I knew that I don't know what I need to do, but I need to completely put myself into an environment that is new to me. I just need to completely break the norm and break the patterns and 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 move away from the familiar environment. And I ended up traveling and then I ended up living in, in Sri Lanka for a little bit. And I felt that was such a needed uh, step for me to really quiet down <coughs> all that noise around me and try to figure out who I really am, first of all. And I know it sounds like a cliche when people say you travel to find yourself, Yes, in a way, you're not leaving yourself back at home when you start traveling, but it's really helped me to realign my values to understand who I am on a deeper level and not just what is the title that I'm wearing. And I said, I'm not the person anymore who is the CEO at the age of 30. That's not me. That's not who I want to be. I want to be something a bit more meaningful. So. That was the short story or a short version of, of that story, but I really feel that anyone who's ever struggling with figuring out what is it that they even want, and if you're not in a position to go and travel so freely as I did, but just remove yourself from mm. the environment that you are so accustomed to. You probably see this happening as well around you with, with your own clients, and yeah. maybe you had the same as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and I think that's that's the whole thing is is just listening yourself Mm. like we get so hung up on you know i have to make the money i have to meet the deadlines i have to do all the things i have to be all the Mm -hmm. things but if you're not feeling it in your heart and soul like what is the point if you're not happy and you're literally killing yourself for that dollar for that moment what is the point
1: that's exactly what it is and then when you realize that there is a way that you can make a living out of something that you truly love Mm. and actually not just fulfills you but you are creating some kind of lasting positive change or impact around you and we all have the power to do this so it's not that you have to be extremely special or very talented or very skilled or highly educated everyone has their own skills and, and their own purpose in a way that you can make a living out of something that makes you happy Mm. really happy on a soul level at the same time you are doing something that is making our world a little bit better than maybe how it was yesterday figuring that out might be a bit tricky but Mm. once you know it it's such a rewarding feeling it's such an amazing and liberating as well isn't it? Mm.
0: You know, Timmy, it's been nearly three years since I founded the Ethical Change Agency and yeah. um, the whole mission behind that, as you know, is is really to, make a di- you know, like f- focus on those people that are making a difference in the world yeah. and actually spreading that change. And you are one of those people that is doing that. And are you seeing that evolution happening, you know, like where people are actually changing the way they do business to make a, a better world And also to spread that change because, you know, you can do business, you can uh, ruin the environment, you can do a whole bunch of things and, you know, you're not making an impact. You're actually making some devastation along the way, which is not cool. Um, It really, like, it comes back to our values, doesn't it? It comes back to our purpose and our values and the decisions that we make. And when we're in business, we have to be more conscious now. Are absolutely. you saying more absolutely.
1: of that? Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's a different concept as well. So when I try to explain this to people who are maybe in more traditional roles in the business world, it doesn't mean that you have to become highly spiritual or you have mm. to become suddenly an awakened person to mm. start using you know, your business to create some kind of positive impact. Even big corporations should be in a position, mm. especially them, they should be in a position mm. to start creating a positive change through business? Because that's what you need to be asking yourself, either if you're a solo entrepreneur or if you're heading a big enterprise, doesn't matter who you are. But if you ask yourself, what sort of positive impact can I make with my business? I'm sure you can find at least three to five things that you can do either for your customers. That should be your number one question. Am I making a positive change in the lives of my customers with my service, with my product, or with my activities, or by bringing the community together, whatever that is? How are you truly serving your customers? Mm. Even the, the good old word, like customer service is supposed to be about Serving a community, but many businesses now forgot that it's not about the customer serving you to have bigger profits. No, you are there to serve a community, to solve a problem for a community or for a specific kind of um, audience that you are targeting. So ask yourself, how can I actually do it in a way that not only creates a a positive difference in their life, but maybe I can set a great example for other people in my industry, or I can differentiate myself even from my competitors that... Not only I create an amazing product or, or or a service that people actually need, but at the same time I'm going a bit beyond that, and I'm maybe collaborating with uh, with local charities to mm. to fix another problem, and then I maybe I'm I'm dedicating some of my profit to um, social causes or anything like that. Or even if you don't go that far, maybe you're not in a position because maybe you're not profitable yet, then what you could be doing is look at your employees, look at your contractors, the the people that you are dealing with. How are you educating them? How are you supporting them? How are you getting them excited? And how are you allowing them to be their authentic self within your organization? Mm. These are little changes, but they actually have a major impact in the long term. Because just remember that as well, Like I'm sure most of your listeners at one point, they had a time when they were like, oh, I hate my job. I, I, why am I even coming here? And then I hate Mondays. We all went through those phases versus when you go to work feeling extremely excited, that wears off of you not just within your colleagues, but if you are in a customer-facing role or if you are just out there having a drink or a coffee with your friends, are you going to be mourning about your job or are you going to be <laughs> telling great things about the company because they are actively out there making a positive impact? So when business owners understand this, that it's not just a great thing for society and for us as people and our world, but just purely look at it from a business perspective, there's literally a win-win situation for everyone out there. Mm. So, I'm on a personal mission to to sort of uh disrupt the traditional business world as well because this change is so overdue and it's so needed. And we spend about a third of our life working, so might as well we spend that time on something that actually creates a positive change for for all of us. We are all connected at the end of the day. We mm. have an impact on each other in one way or another so I hope that a lot more businesses will start realizing this and as I said it doesn't matter what your setup is you can be a large corporation or you could be someone just starting out your own uh, one band uh, company it's it, the same rules will apply that you know you are here to to use your use your time wisely and and might as well do it in a way that you support you genuinely support others with that time
0: yeah couldn't agree more and you know if you've listened to the podcast, you would no doubt have heard me say that, you know, what I do today impacts your tomorrow. And regardless Absolutely. of where we are in the world, we are all connected. We are all together. Mm. We're all one. And um, I think that's the whole beauty of this is if we, you know, just pass that baton on and, and, and you know, share that change with someone else, it, it, all we got to do is start. It's just we mm. need to take that first step. We don't have to do everything. We just have to start. That's all it is. It's
1: always, I can't remember who said this, but this is (coughs) one of my favorite sayings. I literally can't remember who said it. It might've been Eckhart Tolle, I think, but I'm not sure that they said that any action is better than no action. Mm. And that sentence really helped me to, to change my own mindset as well over the years. That when you put that into perspective, exactly what you were describing, Mm. that even if you don't exactly know what to do or how to do it, just start, just do something. Because if you're just going to sit there and keep thinking about it, like, what do I do? What do I do? Nothing will happen. But if you try a little bit, just take a first step, just give it a go. And what's the worst that's going to happen? It doesn't work out. And then what? (laughs) You start Mm. again. It's really not the end of the world. But if you start taking these small steps, first of all, you realize that Actually, these little actions can really add up, and over the time, they actually can create a mm. much bigger impact than I initially thought. Just by being nice to people, a simple thing like that. You know, don't treat your customers in a bad way, even if you they are annoying you, because not not every customer is right. <laughs> it's true, but it's it's your job but That's how right. you react and you know how to how to deal with it. So start small, and maybe if you start with your own, even in your own vision. And I keep asking people as well that. If you really want to be starting a business, what is the intention behind it? The real Mm. intention behind it? Mm. Are you doing it for your ego just to say that, oh, yeah, it's cool. I have a business. I'm a business owner or whatever. Or are you doing it because you are genuinely so passionate about fixing someone's problem out there? If you can't even articulate that very honestly, then I think you might have a problem and you need to go back to your initial planning phase and, and figure out why am I doing what I'm doing? It will. It will have an impact if you're doing a business because you're just off the profit and you don't really care about your service or the impact it has on others. It might run for a few years, mm. right? You make some money. And then one day you, it comes a point when it will hit you and you realize, oh, is that is that it? Why mm. am I not happy anymore? Mm. <laughs> because you're not making an impact.
0: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree with you 100% because, you know, I, I have seen clients who have come to me and, like, uh, I'm all about them helping find that message and that purpose. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when they find that, they're like, oh, they just light up, you know, like when they find that. That is just gold. and um,
1: That's how it was for me. And yeah. I still remember that moment when yeah. it finally clicked. I was sitting <clears throat> on, on my balcony in, in Barcelona when I was living over there. I was a sales and marketing director. I just quit my job. I realized that, again, this is still not me. And I was sitting on my balcony after many years of frustration trying to figure out what I wanted. And somehow it just clicked. Mm. And that moment is what you described. It mm. literally felt like that finally my soul came to life. And, and I, I just felt this... I don't even know, like a a spotlight was suddenly put on me and then, and I really felt that okay I'm alive now and why did I come up with that before like why did it take me so long to figure this out so what you're doing is so powerful as well mm. helping people to get there a lot faster and a lot quicker than how it how long it actually took me <laughs> so I'm, and I'm sure it's really fulfilling for you mm. to see those reactions mm. right
0: yeah like it's like a drug alone you know like that mm-hmm. is the most fulfilling thing um to help someone find that spark and just go yes mm-hmm. that's exactly it and you know when that aligns with their purpose and, and you find that mission and you can, you know, not even doubt yourself or, or fault, falter when you try to say what it is. um, Like, you yeah. know, like the mission behind the podcast, um, I know that verbatim word for word off the tip of my tongue, I don't even have to think about it because I truly believe in it and, you know, I've spoken to hundreds of people around the world and, you know, every person I speak to, they're like, yeah, I get it. I completely get it. You know, like when we um, just harness um, our values and our purpose for good, the change that we can make, um, and, you know, I've spoken to every guest on this show about the kind of change we can create together, Mm -hmm. just a little bit together, amplify that, look at what we do. Like just, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, I'm exactly. I'm I'm that, doing my own TED Talk here. Let's not do that. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> now, this is exactly a clear indication that you are truly in mm. alignment with what you're doing because that's exactly what happens. Mm. That it happens to me as well. I could talk about these things for hours because I'm genuinely so passionate about mm. it. So
0: yeah, like we're That's a, a we're good point for
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> now, spirituality is a thing that I love to talk about being a spiritual coach. Um, and people go like what's a spiritual coach? You know, like does that mean like you're <laughs> religious and stuff now? I'm like, no, let me just explain it to you. So I think it is such a fulfilling thing to be able to integrate spirituality into a business or any factor in life because yeah. you're getting to the core of who you are and you're nourishing a soul. Um, and when you okay. can do that, that just has so much more meaning and so much more growth um, when you really get to the core of things. I mean, what are you seeing in the work that you do now that you've taken that spiritual path?
1: Mm -hmm. The the biggest revelation for me was definitely understanding that I don't have to separate these two. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what many people really struggle with Mm -hmm. and even some of my own clients or just people around me in my network that usually is one of their the biggest challenges early on mm. when they are switching to a career or even starting their own businesses that is in alignment with who they are. That's usually the biggest block they face quite early on. Trying to, even allowing themselves to really be themselves mm. at work, doesn't matter if it's your own business or if it is that you're an employee. At this stage, it really doesn't matter. But if you cannot be your true self, and to me, that's what spirituality means in business, to... Really, be able in a, to be in a position where you can fully remain your authentic self, and you are doing at work what your higher self wants you to be doing in your life. So, if your work activity does not line up with your personal mission and your personal Mm. purpose you're going to have a lot of conflicts throughout your career but when you finally figure that out and you know how I can actually remain completely myself and not worry about what people will think of me and not worry about what people will think of my beliefs and as you said yes spirituality definitely has nothing to do with religion Mm. it's not those kind of beliefs but as in beliefs that your own beliefs. What do I believe in as a person? Who am I? Why am I here? What are my principles? If you're not in a position at work that you can freely talk about this with your colleagues or with your clients even, you're not in the right job. Mm. (laughs) I'm sorry to say that. And that was the, the biggest challenge for me personally, to Find, find that balance that I want to be completely 100% authentic me when I am in my work activities, when having conversations like this. I just want to be having fun and just mm. speaking speaking my own truth and then just say something without even properly thinking it through, yeah. just allowing it to, you know, the real me to come to the surface. And then I do the same thing with my clients or when I write an article or, or whatever it is that I'm doing. So when you try to balance these this act it's not going to happen overnight and I think that's where most people give up because when you think and there's a lot of misconception within the spiritual community as well so that's another little mission of mine to try to re-educate people about uh, or maybe bursting some myths so Mm. to speak because you hear these trend words like spiritual awakening mm. oh is this magical great mm. thing and suddenly becoming like love and light like no no That's no definitely. it's actually
0: bloody hell no. half the time seriously yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> if only it was that easy that would be so amazing i think all of humanity would be completely completely more self-aware now but because there are a lot of these misconceptions out there, thinking that when you suddenly have this awakening moment, you understand everything and your life magically transforms and you never have any challenges. That's not it. Just just one door that you opened, and then there's like a hundred more along mm-hmm. the way. So when it comes to your business, many, many people would give up as well because they think, okay, now I understand my purpose is, I don't know, to organize events within the spiritual community or whatever that is. They give it a go, they miserably fail for the first time, and then they go back to their normal nine-to-five or their corporate jobs thinking like, this didn't work out for me, that's not my purpose. But that's not how how our life works. You cannot simply just go back and then undo all of your learning. Mm. There's no way back for you. you can't look at life the same manner that you did a few years ago. So I think that's another big uh, bump on the road for many people. So I really want the listeners as well to to understand if you are facing those challenges, just please don't give up. Mm. And going back to our previous conversation, any action is better than no action. Mm. So even if you don't get it right for the first time, and maybe you make some mistakes, maybe you lashed out on your customer because they triggered you in some way, it's okay, these things happen. Don't just throw them in the towel because you had a bad moment. But look at it from, um, from a perspective that that moment right there was a, a teaching moment for you. Mm. And then you can look at it to see, okay, how could I have reacted differently? What was it that... It was showing me, what was it mirroring me? Even just maybe a couple of sentences that the customer said to you. So these, I think this is how you can bring a bit more of your spirituality into your day-to-day work as well. It doesn't even have to be that it's a massive transformation. Most of the time it is, Mm. especially if you are sitting in the wrong job or wrong career. But when you start implementing these little changes, like paying attention and being more self-aware of what actually happens at work, whether if it's your own business or or someone else's, take take notes of that, or have a monthly review with yourself. Like, how many of you do that? Do you actually <laughs> reflect back on the last month? Like, especially if you are a business owner, most likely not. Mm. That's why you need people like you out there to help them and coach them through these things. Mm. So, I would pl- definitely start somewhere along those lines. Take stock of what you have. Take stock of what's happening in your current uh, business activity. And ask yourself, how can I bring more of the real me into my day to day work activities, whether if it's about how do I speak with clients? That's a big one. I see that happening, that people are claiming to be so self-aware. But when it comes to their sales conversations, they turn into this whole new sales machine that has nothing to do about who they are instead mm. of selling in an ethical and authentic way that really gets me really gets me fired up <laughs> when I see that happening and I'm like no just be you like mm. if, if the match is right you don't have to be using aggressive sales techniques you don't have to be tricking people into yeah. buying something from you so I think there's a lot that needs to be changed in the overall business world. So if I would need to just pick one thing, I would probably go with that, allowing people to be their real selves at work. Because Mm. if that happens, it has such a big influence on everything else, not just within the business, but all of those people that are going to be get involved with that company. We can definitely make a much bigger positive change around us just by being our real selves at work. And if you're not in a position to be your real self at work, leave that job <laughs> right now, please. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do yourself a favor. Um, yes. oh, Timmy, there's so much that just came up out of that for me. Um, Go for it. There's um, many people who know, who've listened to the podcast that I also work in a, in the corporate world full time, as well as running the agency. Um, and the, the current role I'm in, I've been there nearly three years. And um, within the first year I was in that, what you're talking about, where I was hiding my spirituality and hiding, you know, the other side of me. Um, and then uh, I, I kind of started out as kind of a business coach and then one of my clients said to me, you don't balance books, you balance psyches. And I was like,
1: ah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So then I I went and I did my training and I did all of that and I'm like, yeah, this fits me like a glove. And um, there's just so much from that in that authenticity now Um, after the first year in this corporate job, a a manager said to me at the time, and it will always sit with me and it shows what a great organisation I'm with, that Mm. they said to me, you need to bring more of you to work. And I went, that's it. Huh. And that's what I do now. And people are like, huh. So I bring my woo-woo with me. I call them my, my woo-woo. I bring my woo-woo with yeah. <laughs> me. And so, you know, I always joke that I have my crystal ball and because I'm a little bit psychic. So I'll, I'll be yeah. like, well, I won't do that because of this. And w- a lot of what I'm relying on is my gut and my intuition and, and my knowing and my, my psychic abilities. So I bring that into the business. And it has made some incredible decisions and changes and decisions that I can't logically explain to them other than exactly. just just know it's right
1: yeah and but I, the thing is it's been 100% what yeah, what you're describing actually happens in the business world as well. And I just recently had a conversation with, with someone around this topic. But because people don't acknowledge their intuition mm. and it's still, even the word intuition is a bit woo-woo mm. still out there yeah. within the business world. It's that conception. But many people already use their intuition, but they push it aside. You know, that uh, that gut feeling that you have mm. or when you are uh, choosing, for example, when you are recruiting and you're choosing a mm. candidate over someone else. The other person might be better qualified or experienced, but then that's something in you tells you to go with this That exactly happened to me. Yep. Really? Yep. (laughs) Yep. How amazing. Mm. So these things I, I really wish there were a lot more training in-house training for these companies to Mm. allow people to combine their intuitive skills with a bit of logic when it comes to business Mm. but your intuition will always be 100% right your logic is going to trick you that's what you need to understand yeah so what I actually do for for myself and then for my clients as well that I come up I like my business brain to come up with all these really cool strategies that I know is going to work but I double check that with my cards, I use a pendulum, Mm. I meditate on it. And that's sort of my tracking point to understand, is this really, this idea that I came up with, is this really in line with that person's energy and and my purpose, or has my logic taken over my creative process? Mm. So by doing the the sort of second step of really allowing to to sit with that new idea or new strategy and tuning in to whatever you wanna call it, source my higher self, whatever that is, your intuition, I can, I can get a feedback. And it happened to me that I threw away a completely perfectly put together strategy because my intuition was screaming at me, no, like this is not the direction you need to go. And then your ego comes in like, mm, but this is so good. This is mm. going to work out so well. But then taking that step to really allow yourself to trust that intuition that is telling you like, don't go down that path because then you will regret it. And mm. all you're going to be saying is, why didn't I listen to that inner voice in me? Yep. It happens to all of us that if you go against your intuition, you will always regret it. It comes back and bite you in the butt every single time.
0: Absolutely. And it is so hard to explain to someone who is who is so black and white and yep. doesn't understand intuition to that level that you're like, no, you just cannot go down this path because it will not work. And you just know exactly. with every fibre of your being that, that that is just so on point. <laughs> And you know, uh, I then went and sense checked myself on that particular decision, and um, was someone who I knew could do that for me, and I was a hundred percent, hundred percent on every single thing. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was just uncanny, and it comes through nearly every single day. And I'll I'll say things, or I'll do things, or I will give advice, and I'll I'll you know people like sort of look to me like this oracle, like, uh, what does the crystal How do you ball know it? say? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, mm, okay, crystal ball's a bit cloudy today, but this is what we're coming up with. And it, it, you know, like, uh, not to make light of it, but it it really does. Like, once you're tuned into that energy and and the energy of other people as well, mm-hmm. I think that is super important. Like, you can you can make decisions so easily, and they yep. will be so right. Um, that you don't even question it. But the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, Timmy, was there's some entrepreneurs out there that I know of who claim to be spiritual, Mm. they'll do the meditations, they'll do all this kind of stuff, but all they really care about is the dollar. Mm -hmm. All they care about is the sale.
1: Yeah.
0: How do we like sort of differentiate from them
1: surprising answer but listen to your intuition Mm. (laughs) that's that's your easiest way to to filter out the rubbish and I and I use that word very loosely here but I kind of look at those kind of people as a little bit of junk in the system because unfortunately it happens and the spiritual industry or community is no different than any other industries when it comes to that. There are people out there who try to scam you off, rip you off, and mm. they are not driven by the right intentions. It's unfortunately the duality of our world. It does happen. You need a bit of both of the energies to mm. be have, balance each other out. So I I don't want anyone to be personally person and get completely upset about these people. It happens, unfortunately. So the easier we accept it and just not react on it, I think that community will start shrinking because they are not going to be feeding off of our anger and our frustration. So that's what people need to understand that people like the sort of fake spiritual ones who are just literally driven by making money and they really don't care about the other person and the consequences, they're going to be feeding off of all of the negative energies Mm. that comes with any kind of drama, drama, like fear, anger, anxiety. Uh, Fear is a big one. I I said that already. So let me say it again. (laughs) Fear is a big one and that's exactly what they use to get you to say yes to them because they can easily manipulate you and, and, pressure you into something using your fear points. This is a very unfortunately known sales technique and marketing technique out there. So I always tell my my clients, please do like never use any of these techniques and um, it's what you do with it. So when you are in a position that you feel that you are speaking to a person that is really pressuring you into to make a decision quickly Mm. on the phone with them or on the Zoom conversation with them immediately. And you have to sign up today, you have to do this, you have to make a payment today walk and run, because that's a clear indicator that they really haven't paid attention to what you're saying. Or the other good indicator of that as well, hearing the same phrases coming out of their mouth that is triggering your fear and your sadness. So if any negative emotion is being stirred in you, that's how you will likely know that the person probably is not driven by the greatest intentions, unless they show that fear and negativity in a positive light. And they genuinely show you that, okay, I understand you are suffering from whatever anxiety about not knowing what you want in your life, but here's how I can help you reduce that or, get rid of that in the long term. So if they explain this to you properly and not try to pressure you into signing up for them or buying their product straight away, mm. that's going to help you understand that. Who's who's on, on which sides or, or what sort of energies they are actually feeding off of? Anyone who's driven by the sort of positive intentions or the intentions of wanting to make an, an ethical change around us, they will not, not ever pressure you into... Signing up for them because they are self aware enough to understand that you attract what's in your mind. So they will know that if you two are meant to be working together, doesn't matter what they say to you, you were going to say yes to them anyway. So when you have that level of self awareness and you really are putting the intentions out there and you are delivering a a high quality service to your potential customers. As I mentioned earlier, the whole sales process will become such a fun ride that you'd never have to pressure those people into tricking them into buying from you. So be careful out there because, yes, as, as I said, in the industries, there are all these people out there. This should be your, your quickest indicator. What is that little voice telling you? Do you have a, a bad feeling about working with this person? Just imagine yourself working with someone or purchasing their product or, or doing anything any kind of collaboration with them if that little voice in your head or in your mind or that feeling in your stomach says no then you know it's either maybe you're not the right fit energetically or personality wise or they, they, they are not driven by the right intentions to support you and help you out so that is probably the easiest or simplest not easiest but the simplest way of, of figuring out who's real out there
0: basically mm. Gosh, I wish I'd known you a year ago, Timmy. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) I Um, wish I knew me three years ago ago as well. Um, Like seriously, there's some, yeah, there's, there's some, I know there's some people out there in the industry who are claiming to be spiritual and all that kind of stuff. And they're, you know, putting it out there and they're embracing it. But they've also got some real full hard-on military-style guerrilla tactics when it comes Mm -hmm. to sales and they're all based on fear and they're all based on pressure. Um, And if you are in a space where – you know, you can make a decision without even thinking about it. You know with every fibre of your being it's exactly right and it just flows. When everything flows and there's no yeah. resistance, you know 100% within your intuition and within your gut that yeah. is right. Um, and, and, and it shouldn't be hard as a person who was is technically selling but you, you're actually serving. You're not selling your serving.
1: Exactly. That's that's the greatest point because I in one of my courses that's exactly what I teach. That I teach these people because from the other perspective as well, most of the spiritual entrepreneurs have a hard time selling themselves, the real ones. Yes. Because they are know that they are not driven mm. by profit and that's why they really struggle with their business because they're not out there for the money. So they very often undersell themselves or they give away a lot of stuff for free, which is great for the community, not great for their business. So in the long term, that needs to be balanced out as well. So one of the things that I teach these people as well, who are genuinely out there trying to make a bigger impact, but they are so uncomfortable at selling, and that happens a Mm. lot as well, that they need to understand that they are no longer selling. What they are doing is they are providing an aligned solution to their customer's needs and in if if that happens that you have a potential client who has whatever issue and then you have a self-aware person who has a solution and not driven just by the profit these two meet that becomes a beautiful business transaction at the same time it helps us evolve as human beings as well because these two people who come together they needed each other so badly this one business owner or the the entrepreneur has the solution and this person finally found the answer to their problem so it's actually a quite a magical and wonderful thing so if you are in that right match you will feel as well it doesn't matter which side you are playing if you are the customer or you are the business owner you will feel that connection and that's Mm. what that really is that genuine connection that you two will have so that's when sales goes completely out the window because you can still have a, a flow and the structure of your conversation and you should, you need to fully explain what is it that you do and how you're going to do it so that you lead your customer through the entire process. But the key point is being authentic and being yourself while you do that. Mm. So these, these little Things, if we change in our in our processes, they really make a massive difference in the long term. And you might not even see the results straight away because maybe if you are the business owner and you end up getting rid of all of the sales techniques that have been working well for you. No, they haven't. Yes, you made money, but at the same time, people now don't really recommend you because they know you treat them. So that's not something that works for you. But if you start switching to being more soulful and more authentic and really learn how to pay attention, to that other person and hear what's not being said just by tuning in with them and paying attention to their tone of voice, their body language, their energy, whatever it is it that you are picking up, you can make that person's life. You can really turn their life around.
0: Yeah, and it's attention. it goes less from being a client to being more of a friendship and a relationship, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you're supporting each other um, in in what it, what you want to achieve, and uh, yeah, that whole transaction thing just is just a convenient thing that sits to the side. It
1: goes away, yeah, exactly. It goes it goes away it becomes a connection that you are building. And I always say this as well that for people who are just starting out their businesses and they're not sure what sort of audience to choose and and what sort of niche they want to be choosing, I you know, just say them one thing like define the kind of audience that you would want to become friends with like mm. how does your friends look like like what sort of friends would you want to be getting more of and mm-hmm. target those people because that's what I've been doing as well and I love the whole process that the people that I'm targeting as my niche those are the kind of people that I would love to sit down for a cup of coffee and have a, a, a deep philosophical conversation with mm. so in in that case the whole dynamic changes with the you know the client service provider thing as well because you are on the same level. Simple as that. You are just two people hanging out, helping each other out. And then one of them is running a business. The other one is doing something else, but it's just a different dynamic from that moment
0: on. And your well, their success is your success because you, you care is greater. So mm-hmm. it, you know, it's it, it, one it. and the same that the connection, that oneness is there. Oh, look, we've exactly. gone full circle. Look at that. <laughs>
1: that's exactly that's exactly what it is and yeah. that's exactly why I named my company as well connect one because that was what I was trying to <laughs> and you said this for a second time so you picked up on that as well yeah. <laughs> because that was my whole intention behind it I said marketing was mainly my background in my in my professional past. so I was like how can I create something for the community that? Is going to be about serving them that that one professional thing that they don't know about or they're lacking the knowledge maybe. So marketing was one of my things that I knew so well and that's what I brought into my game. But I wanted to create something that connects us all because what we have said earlier, that we are all one. So it doesn't matter where you are on this planet or, or 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 how often do you speak to each other whatever you do today will have an impact on someone else maybe not tomorrow but maybe after tomorrow okay so <laughs> but it does have an it does have an impact no matter what um yeah we need to understand this as people either if you are working as an employee or running your own business it doesn't matter but you need to understand that all that really matters is us as people as humanity and society because Without us and without the way we think and the way we act and behave, it's just a beautiful planet with amazing living creatures on it. But it's our mind and our soul and our spirituality that will make a difference and help us evolve. And the way to do it is by paying attention to who is it that we are dealing with and how we actually behave and act towards each other.
0: Oh my gosh, my Timmy. Team. I think we're sharing the one <laughs> spiritual brain. Can I just say? <laughs>
1: yes, absolutely. I'm sure we're coming from the same source,
0: 100%. <laughs> no, I think we could finish each other's sentences, actually. Um, now, look, if, if people want to get in touch with you and find out more about you, where can they go?
1: The best thing is to go to my website, which is Connect One Marketing. It's Connect One o n e not the number one so connect one marketing.com and all of my socials there as well and they can reach out to me and i've got a ton of free resources for people who maybe don't know how to grow their business so feel free to to go through the free materials as well
0: amazing um and look guys if you have been listening to this please do um jump on um, the socials and, and get in touch with timmy because this is incredible stuff now i have the last big question for you timmy for it. What's the change you like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life?
1: So many changes <laughs> I would love to see in the world, but <laughs> if I would need to become one or just pick one, it would definitely be for people to become more authentic. Mm. All of us to because if we can fully allow ourselves to to bring our real self to the world it will have such a major impact on everything else. And that's not just in business, but in general, that in relationships, in communities, if you go to a store and you just be nice to that person at the cashier, or if you are a teacher, for example, be nice to those kids or allow mm-hmm. those kids to be themselves. There are so many ways that this would actually have a massive impact or within families, but allow your kids, allow your partner, or allow your mother, parents, whoever they are, to just be themselves. And I think that would mean that would lead to such a massive change globally if we could all just allow ourselves to be more real and forget the fakery and forget the illusion and wearing all these different personas to defend us. Like, no, you're beautiful as you are inside and out just please show the world really who you truly are because we've had enough of the illusion what we need more of now is realness and authenticity so that's my big wish out there for the word and i'm putting that intention out there so hopefully some of you will start taking a little action if you remember you don't have to change the word just start taking some action so please be more of you the real you and, and show the world who you are
0: amen sister <laughs> oh, you know, like really, when we come back to that authenticity and we look at all the things going in the, going on in the world at the moment, um, in, you know, like June, it's Pride Month right now, um, yeah. you know, just that alone is a huge thing, people being authentically themselves, um, down to yeah. race, all kinds of things, like just let people be, let's just be. Yeah it's as simple as
1: that even better just Mm. be
0: we can be or we can be the change and that's what we're here for and i can't thank you enough timmy for being a part of the ethical evolution thank you so
1: much i'm so happy that i was here so thank you for uh, for uh, allowing me as well to share some of my thoughts and i love what you do so everyone who's listening and watching now please watch all of the episodes because (laughs) they are so meaningful so thank you for this it was such a cool conversation
0: Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution Podcast. If you're ready to be the change and would love to work with me on finding your voice through spiritual coaching or creating your own podcast with impact, visit ethicalchangeagency.com.